Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I know you are here wanting to change and rewrite your story. You are desiring to step into the impact that you know you were here to create. I am here to guide you with the proven tools and strategies used by myself and our speakers to support you in taking radical responsibility in your life and learning how to own your choices to change your story. My name is Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a storytelling business coach, master NLP trainer, speaker, podcaster, and seven times published author. My clients have found freedom and purpose from overcoming their shame stories and learning how to share them with the world. I am so grateful you are here. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show. Today is a Monday episode. So you are listening to this in the Patreon community, which I am so grateful that you are here. And this is a personal one. How has my story evolved? I was actually prompted this question recently, and I think it's actually really important to sit back sometimes and recognize like the journey, the progress, what we've come through, how far we've come because it gets so easy to look outward and think, I'm not there yet. I'm not where I want to be. That's the whole gap in the game, right? When you stand in the gap, you are always looking out at where you're not yet. And when you stand in the game, you are always comparing yourself to yourself. And that is a very, very powerful book that I, ref- I refer to many times on the show and I've read twice now found it beyond helpful because when I get myself stuck in a spiral of comparison, not being where I need to be, whatever the story is that I tell myself, I stop and think, wait, are you in the gap or are you in the game? And it's 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 a simple decision and I can tell where where I need to shift. So in this episode, I want to share just a couple things and I'm just going to follow my gut on how this lands and what comes out. I have a few notes, but that's it today. So we're going to just dive in, follow my gut. How has the story evolved? It's so funny because when I think back, you know, it's been over 10 years now that our story originally started where we were dealing with teen substance abuse. It didn't start like that. It started with just finding, you know, and dealing with teens, young teens and finding substances. And so I remember in the beginning, really literally just fighting, like felt like I was fighting what was happening, but no change was happening. And during that time, I was actually dealing with my pick line and my um, staph infection. It was super scary time for us, very stressful, listening to some of the medical things that were happening. And I actually, I'm going to have to do an episode on this, but I actually ended up begging to come off the medication because my body was fighting it nonstop. So I think that was another sign of becoming like my voice and what I had to learn how to use my voice. So I wasn't healthy. I was dealing with a lot of stress at the time with the kids and those days were messy until it gets to the, got to the point where it was like, wait, this is actually a problem now. Like this is actually really a problem, what we're dealing with, with the kids. And I remember feeling so isolated, so alone in this space of not sure what to do next. And it's It's ironic because I think that sometimes it has to be that bad before we decide to make a change. 
and maybe you can relate. There are times in our life where, you know, it's, it's good, but it's not great or it's okay, but it's not terrible. And I think the book, I cannot see his name right now. I think it's Jim Collins. It's good as the enemy of great. It made me think of this when I was putting this episode together, because sometimes during those years, it was so bad that I was literally praying for any possible solution. And I think because I was in such a space there, I was so open for anything to happen, any change to come in. And it just really put it together to me when I was putting this episode together and thinking about it from the standpoint that maybe that's what has to happen. Sometimes things have to be so bad before we decide that we're just not doing it like this anymore. And so I started to reach out, get some support. And I just, all I wanted to do was survive a day. Like thriving was never even on the equation. It was never even part of the equation. So it was like, what could I possibly do? How can I create change? And I often think back and think like, where did the courage come from in those early stages? Like I remember walking into the school to talk to the guidance counselors and saying, we have a problem and I need some help. And being so open and vulnerable with, didn't even know what the word vulnerability meant, but was just like somebody, there's got to be somebody who can help. There has to be somebody who can help. And so I think that blind, that was a bit of a blind faith, blind courage and jumping into the unknown, which allowed us to receive some help from people who made such a massive difference in those early, early years. It opened up doors and connections and people, and it helped me to recognize that I wasn't alone and I I could receive this help and I could get this help and there's something that we could do. And I know when some of those changes started to happen, I was hitting a point where it was like, I really was starting to crave personal growth. I actually was part of a network marketing company at that time and I still use the products to this day. I love the products. The business just never took off, probably because I was dealing with massive stress and anxiety at the time. But I think that those products helped me health-wise. And health has still always been one of my top values. And during that time, I was still part of a community where I'm watching people change and transformation and this personal development And I started to like, I I just wanted more. I wanted more of it. I didn't know what it was going to look like. I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I craved that piece of growth. I would look up at people on stage and I just craved that certainty that they had, that knowingness that they were here to do something more. And again, because I was in such a hole, it was like, this is, this is a possibility. And I think that's a lifeline in those times. So I started to see these opportunities coming up and these connections and personal growth and what would it mean? And YouTube opened up and Tony Robbins. And I really started to dive into what does this look like? How can I use this and how can it help me? And I think because I was deciding to play out, playful out, show up, and it was so freaking uncomfortable at the time that I took this as an opportunity that there's maybe there's something here, maybe something's going to happen. And the two events that literally changed my life, one was the, in Arizona, it was at a Peter Kelly event. 
And I actually was gifted a ticket the week before. And I'll tell you something, you know, it's easy to say, well, she had a gift, a ticket gifted to her, et cetera. Um, I had to be in a space to receive that. And about two months before that event, I saw the advertisements come out for it. And I was like, I'm going to be at that event somehow. I have no idea. Like, and we were scraping, trying to figure out how to make it through another week. Again, not thriving. We're just literally trying to survive at this point. And I actually kept kept it on my mind, kept it on the forefront of my mind. I'm like, somehow it's going to happen. And if it happens, I'm going to play full out. And literally the week before, I got a message from somebody that I didn't know. And she knew me from online. At that point, I had been showing up online a little bit and a little bit more and you know, sharing parts of our story. And she basically said, I have an extra ticket and I love how you're showing up. And I really believe this could be beneficial for you. A total stranger. I think it was a, like, I think it was a thousand dollar ticket, a total stranger. And I thought, so I have to get, I have to get there somehow. And it was two days before the event and I didn't have the money for a plane ticket. Didn't have a clue where I was going to stay. Not an idea at all. And I just laugh when I think of this blind faith. I contacted a family member and I'm like, do you happen to have any point that I could use to get on a flight? Like, I think I'm supposed to be there. And that's what happened. I ended up getting a plane ticket the day before. And I put a message in a Facebook group. And I'm like, anybody looking for a fourth roommate? Jumped in a room with total strangers and decided to play full out. That event became the spark for my book because I got to speak to Alexi Panos and we spent probably 90 minutes together and she really poured into me. Again, those people, I look at it and it's like they fueled me to say that I will forever pay it forward in some way, shape or form. The other event that was life-changing was a seven-day personal development event in Las Vegas, my only time in Las Vegas. Really not my thing, to be totally honest, but um, it was entertaining but also if you're a person who's like sensitive and you don't love like 24 seven noise, it's, it's an interesting place. And again, maybe two weeks before I got a message from somebody saying, I have a free ticket. Would you like to go? And I was like, I have to make that work somehow. And so I did. I made it work. Um, we shared, I think there were six of us in a room and we just made it work again, paying it forward. But it really made me think about that the discomfort was so bad that I was like, I am open to receiving any opportunities that are available. Like I'm here, I'm ready, and I'm going to play full out. I think I have to tap back into that little bit of the grit that I had in those early years. And it made me think about it because it's this good versus great, right? Good is really the enemy of great. How many times do we not go after something in our life because it's good enough? It's okay. Like we're okay. Um, It's not what it used to be, right? Like it's not as bad as it used to be. So we justify it and we stay there. But when you're in a space of such discomfort, it's like when that lifeline comes, it's like grab hold and go because the opportunities are there. So that has come down from this episode, which is really interesting and really good to land in in my body. Now, I mean, over those years, fast forward, I mean, from writing um, three collaborative chapters, my solo book, two leading two collaborative books, um, one with my co-author, Sue, and then one on my own in 2020. And 
another, I did one other um, chapter. I've done a lot of writing and I'm in this space now where I am listening to the nudges. I believe the universe is always talking to us. And I have had a number of people reach out about their books. You know, I want to write my book. I am ready. Can you help me? I have my book almost done, but I want to put more of me in the book. Can you help me? And it's really been this journey of like, okay, the universe is talking to me just like it did in like 2019 when all I kept hearing was this people messages, messages coming in from people saying, can you help me with my story? But how do you share a story? How do you do it? And finally I was like, okay, universe, I get it. I hear it. And now I'm hearing a lot more about the book. And maybe that's also because I think of what we've gone through when we lost Amber, one of the authors in our collaborative book. You know, our story is our legacy. It's literally ours. It's ours that we get to decide if we leave it for the rest of the world. And I've said it, but I really want it to land. The world is not going to open up and carve a path for you to make it so easy for you to bring your visions to life. I actually think the things that come to life come to life in some of the most uncomfortable, difficult times of our lives, like so uncomfortable. It's like, I can't even do this anymore. That's when those opportunities come up. Now you have to be open to seeing them and receiving them, but that's when those opportunities come up. And so as I'm looking at this and I'm seeing people coming to to me asking, how do I write that book? What does that look like? Can you help me publish it? What does it look like to edit it? I'm just following the nudges of the universe. I'm following and listening to what the universe is bringing me. And I'm also, I am consistent. I'm very consistent. But I also check in and say, is that something I want to do? Does that feel good? Because I know my energy is the only resource that I have. And so I'm not just going to say yes to something just because I feel like I should. Because if it doesn't align and it doesn't feel like it fuels me, then I can't say yes. So as I'm doing this, I know there's a lot of new things that are coming. I spent the last two years learning NLP, deciding to go from practitioners to masters to trainers so that I could run my own certification. That was such a leap, like such a big, big leap that I often think back and think, what were you thinking at the time? But I mean, that's something that I've, that's my nature. That's part of what I've done. I think out of the box. I take sometimes very bold risks that I think probably not very smart, but I just, I follow and I learn and I listen and I get feedback and I keep going. So when it comes to these NLP tools, they have really helped me to navigate my own blind spots, to help me to support others. And I know that it has a much bigger piece involved in my future. And I'm just trusting that that's going to be there. But because of all of this that I've explained, I really feel like my story has evolved, I've evolved, and my audience has evolved. There's a lot of people who crossed my path back in 2017 and 2018 that I have coached with, that I have supported, that I have helped. And I'm grateful that our paths have crossed and that we get to cheer each other on and connect and collaborate and all these things. But because I have changed and grown so much, I know that I am tapping into and creating new communities and new audiences. And that's not fast. That's not easy. I'm just going to tell you that it's not easy. 
people say, put yourself on a podcast tour, put yourself out there, connect with other people, do those things. I think I have done almost 80, between 70 and 80 podcast interviews since probably last September. And also considering I took two months off of podcasting and being a guest. So, you know, in six-ish months, I've done um, 70 to 80 interviews. Now, that doesn't mean that I get on every interview that I pitch. So think of that. That's a lot more that I've done. But this is this is the piece. It's allowed me to get in front of different audiences, to connect with other people, and to show like how powerful it is when we get to tap into, trust, use our voice, our boldness, our courage, all of these things. So many things can change. I think one of the things that I have learned the most from doing that is how relatable the story is. I've always thought it was relatable and I've always known that, but I'm seeing it even more on different episodes, different niches, different different kinds of podcast episodes. And there's always something that can connect to someone else. And the other piece of that is I say it's about a two degree separation, not six degree separation. That two degrees is that no matter whose show I am on, I am one to two steps away from somebody who has been impacted or affected through the topics of mental health, addiction, substance abuse, any of those things that it's, we're so much more alike than different. We're just so much more alike than different. And we are all facing a lot of challenges that you might not see on the forefront, but they're all there. And so This is just another stage of evolving as this show evolves, as we're moving into Patreon as we are, as it evolves in the audiences that I'm reaching and connecting with. I'm in this space where I'm like, okay, universe, show me how good it gets to be. Show me what is possible. I am open to seeing it. Another quote that I heard at an event recently was by Lori Kennedy. And what she said was that, if it gets to be easy, like how do, how do I want to feel if it gets to be easy? And I sit there, I think I did that wrong, but you know, if it gets to be easy, how do I want to feel? What does it look like? And so I've even started to lean into that because as you're, as I'm in this transition stage, it's, it certainly can stir up old stories of doubt, old stories of it's not working. It's not working as fast. Everyone else is having success and I'm not. I mean, I just want you to be so real with you that those stories, they repeat in my head. They are like, they are there. It's my job to keep them in check. And it's my job to like manage them so that they don't control me. And so I'm open to where this journey is going to go. And as we jump into this Patreon site and growing this podcast, I'm seeing the images and the opportunities and the possibilities with the magazine. And honestly, like I can just say, Sue and Heather blow my mind, like with the things that they think of, the way that they pull things together, because I can have the ideas, but I know, I know I am not meant to do this by myself. And I know that I am not meant to even bring it to life on my own. I don't have those capabilities. So maybe that's one of the biggest things that I continue to learn is that when I rely on myself, I don't necessarily get any of the stuff done that I want to. It's not about relying on me. Yes, I have my own back, 
But I'll tell you, learning and working and linking arms with others and connecting and collaborating and building community, I would take that any day over doing this life on my own. I would take it any day. And that also means that incredible people and opportunities are coming my way every single day. It is my job to stay in action. It is my job to anchor my belief in myself. And it is my job to stay open to receiving all that is available. Because the universe can show up and say, here you go, Marsha, this is exactly what you asked for. And I can look at the universe and say, sorry, my hands are all full because I'm carrying everything from my past. And what is that going to serve? It's not. So it's my job to stay open to receiving all that is available. My story will continue to evolve. Who I am today is not who I'm going to be in a month, in six months, in a year. And I think that's the other piece is is that we overestimate what we can do in one year and we underestimate what we can do in 10. I'm the first to say, I sit back at at a year and go like, I am still not where I want to be yet. I'm still not, it's very easy to do that. And then I focus on that and that's all I see. And instead I have to remind myself to zoom out and look at, but I am like unrecognizable from 10 years ago, unrecognizable. And that is gold. So I hope that that message supports you. I'm sure there's a bazillion things that I could have added to this about how my story has evolved, but I look forward to this because maybe in a few months time, we're going to do another episode like this and take a look at how it has evolved and just own that journey, own that path and be so proud. So I would love to know how this lands for you. What are you proud of yourself for? What can you look at what you've done, how you've shown up, and what are you proud of yourself for? And I would love for you to share it with me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here, for sharing, for listening, for everything. I'm so grateful for you. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. If you love this episode, I invite you to tag me on social media with your takeaways or share it with a friend. Please, if you feel called, take 30 seconds to leave a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. Until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.